Welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys are having an amazing day, that everything is going great for you, and that you are finding time to just be you, have fun, and enjoy life. I know that we only have a few more months in 2020, but I hope that you are finding ways to make your last few months of 2020 productive, so that in 2021, you can just start that year like fully running toward your goals and toward your dreams. So I hope you guys are making the best of the time that we're having. Now, as most of you know, by now, this weekend, Chadwick Boseman died. Now, he was the actor who played Black Panther in the movie Black Panther. Well, he died on Saturday. And I just wanted to talk about that for a minute because, I don't know, this year a lot of people have been dying, like people that I know, people that I don't know. And it just seems all so tragic, you know? Each time I hear about someone who died, whether I know them or not, it still has the same effect on me. Like, I really feel bad. I really feel sad about it. Now, before, it would be something like, I would be like, oh, it's terrible. And that would be the end of it. But it's just like recently, especially this year, whenever I hear about someone passing, it's like, I do say, oh, that's terrible. But then it's like, it really hurts my heart to hear that this person died. And... It just makes me feel really sad. Now, this year, I already talked about how Kobe died earlier in January, which totally threw me for a loop. And then when my daughter was like, Mom, Black Panther died. I was like, no, he didn't. She's like, he did. And I was like, no. So she literally went and showed me on the internet where it said that he actually did die, which was really sad. And so I was just like, oh, my goodness, I just can't believe it. So it's one of those things where it's just like, wow, this thing just keep coming. But the thing I want to talk about... um, in regards to his death, the thing that, like, inspired me, the story that inspired me about him was that, well, we all know he died from colon cancer. That's what he died from. And it's really sad to hear that because colon cancer, you don't usually think about it affecting younger people. You think about it affecting people who are older. So to hear that he had been dealing with this for four years, so that will put him in his 30s when he found out that he had it, is quite a sad thing but it also something to let us make us aware that we can't just say because we're young life is going to be forever because that's not always the case the thing that really struck me was a story about how he didn't tell anybody that he had cancer nobody knew so if you saw him he just seemed like he was fine and no one knew well i'm sure his inside circle knew but outside of his inside circle no one knew that he had cancer and so when people saw him, it's easy to make assumptions about people when you see them because you don't actually know what they're going through. So he had cancer. He had been dealing with it for like six since 2016. So I would put it, make it that he was dealing with this for four years. During this time, he still shot the movies, Black Panther and a couple other movies. He did that. He um, never really once complained about cancer. He didn't really talk about him having it. No one really knew. And they said like... Near the end of his life, he put up, like, a video. And I forgot what it was talking about, but it was, a, it was an awareness video about something else. And when he did that, everyone saw how skinny he got and how, like, 
small he was and how skinny he looked. And so there were people who were making jokes about it. They were bullying him about it. Um, making memes. You know, just being mean online. As people can do from time to time. And eventually he took it down. And they didn't know that the reason he was looking so thin was because he had cancer. They assumed that he was losing weight for a role, but that's not the case. And so this really struck me because it lets me know that so many times we see people and we look at people and we make assumptions and we judge them based on what we see. And we don't know what people are going through. Now, I'm not sure what his reasons were for keeping his diagnosis private, but I respect whatever those reasons were. It just saddens me to know that people made assumptions about him without even knowing what he was going through. And this just, I want this to kind of be like a lesson, not just to you, but to all of us. Like when we see people, we can't assume things about them. We don't know what they're dealing with in their private life or in their personal life or what health challenges or struggles they're going through. So I want to encourage all of us to be kind. And when I say be kind, I mean, I know we're all like, well, we're, you know, we don't bother people. We don't say anything. But all of us make jokes about people sometimes. All of us say things behind people's back that maybe we shouldn't say. And I just want this to be a lesson to us to be kind to people. Like, let go of the jokes. No need to be making fun of people. No need to laugh at people. You know, why don't we just be like genuinely kind to people? And if we see something, instead of making jokes and laughing about it, we just move on without making any rude or negative comments because we don't know what people are dealing with and we don't know what people are going through we don't know their struggles and in light of everything that we've experienced this year i just i just hope that this makes us more aware of what other people may be dealing with and help us to focus more on being kind and spreading love and just be positive influence on people in, in our environment because I would hate for someone else to have to suffer in silence and have people say things about them because they don't know what's going on. And another thing that I want to bring out is that even though he was dealing with cancer this whole time, he still did something with the life that he had. You know, it's one of those things where it's like taking lemon, taking lemons and making lemonade out of it. And it seems that's what he did. Is like he continued to live, he continued to do things. And I know with the whole coronavirus and the quarantine, and 2020 has not been a good year for us. I mean, I don't think I'm the only one who thinks that it has not been my best year. But I'm positive because there's a lot of things that I got done. And I do think that 2020 has helped me with like self-discovery and finding out things about myself I don't think I would have found out if it had not been for this year because I wouldn't have had the time to do this. So I think that 2020 has been a year of growth for me. But I know a lot of people who are struggling right now, a lot of people dealing with financial issues, um, just the fact that they're stuck in the house, some people are dealing with different challenges. And what I want to say to all of us who may be going through something is that even though your situation may not look good, even though you may be dealing with different things, even though it may seem impossible and you don't know how you're going to deal with whatever situation you're in, just think about this. If Chadwick Bozeman could do what he did while he was fighting cancer, what can we do with the life that we have now? And I just want us to think about it because it's so easy for us to fall into, you know, the woe is me, why is this happening to me, 
kind of mindset, but we need to just think about it like this. If he could do that, what can we do with our lives? What can we do with the life that we have? What can we do with the gifts and and talents and opportunities that we're given? What can we do? Like, how can we create things to make, how can we create things in our lives to make things better? And I just want us to focus on this because we still have a few more months. This is September. It's October, November, December. We have three months before the end of the year. And so during this time, I just want us to focus on what can we do today to make life better for ourselves or make life better for someone else. Now, if you guys have a story that you would like to share with me about a time either you or someone you know overcame a challenging situation or an obstacle, I would love to hear that story from you because I think it speaks to what Black Panther embodied, you know, overcoming obstacles, making the best out of a situation. So if you have a story like that, I would definitely like to hear from you. And then maybe I will share it on the podcast. I just want to know exactly what is going on. So if you guys have that story, I want you to go right to the Music and Vibes Facebook page. Leave me a message telling me your story. And then I will read it on the podcast. Can't wait to hear the stories that you have. And I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about how to bring out the best in your spouse. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I started watching this reality TV show called Stacy and Darcy. And no, I am not getting paid to tell you about the show. I just find it interesting and I watch tons of reality TV. And this is where I get a lot of my inspiration for podcasting. So I'm just going to tell you about it. And I just want to put out that disclaimer that no, I'm not getting paid. This is not a promotion. I'm just telling you about something that I saw. Okay, so anyway, the show, um, Stacy and Darcy, is really a spinoff show from the show called 90 Day Fiancé. Okay, I'm going to try to explain this briefly. 90 Day Fiancé is a reality TV show that documents um, the journey of couples who are engaged to people who live in other countries. So it, they get like a K-1 visa, and that means that they can come over to the United States, and they can stay here for 90 days, like three months. And during that time, they have to get married. If they don't get married, they have to go back to their country. So that's what 90 Day Fiance is. And I do love that show and I watch it all the time. I've watched almost every season. I just find it so interesting. So Stacy was on there a couple of times. I'm sorry, Darcy was on there a couple of times. Now, Darcy and Stacy are twins. But Darcy is the one that was on 90 Day Fiance. Um, two times with two different guys the first couple of times she was on there with this guy named jesse and he was a boyfriend that did not work out well at all and he ended up dumping her when they went to new york for a visit okay so that didn't work out then the next time she was on there or the third time because she was on there twice with jesse and then the third time she was on there she was with this guy named tom and it showed how she went over to um England, she met up with him. Okay, that did not end well either. And ironically, he ended up dumping her where? Yeah, in New York. So she had two failed relationships. Things were not going good for her. And but she was so interesting and fascinating to watch. So she has a twin, and her twin's name is Stacy. Ironically, Stacy also is dating a guy who lives in Albania, and he has been there 
They've been dating for like five years, and his name is Florian. So I guess they gave them their own spinoff show so we could see what's going on. So in the show, Stacy and Darcy, Stacy is dating Florian. He's come over to the United States for his 90 days to see if they're going to get married. Um, Darcy, in the meantime, is like dealing with jealousy issues, and she wants to have a man of her own, and she feels like she's ready to find love, but she never does. Okay, long story. Anyway, this is where we are. But the reason I wanted to talk about bringing out the best in your spouse is because just watching this show made it very obvious to me that Stacy and Darcy do not bring out the best in each other. And I also noticed that Stacy and Florian don't bring out the best in each other. So I'm going to talk about Stacy and Darcy's dynamic first. Now, Stacy and Darcy are twins, so they pretty much do everything together. They said they were married around the same time, had kids around the same time, divorced around the same time. So I looked it up, and it's weird because Stacy has two sons, and Darcy has two daughters. Like, go figure. So they do everything alike. They have similar cars. They dress alike. They act alike. It's sad. Sometimes I can't even tell who's talking. I'm like, is that Stacy or Darcy? Because they look so much alike. Well, they're identical twins, but they look alike, they act alike, and their voice, they talk alike. And even their characteristics are very, very similar. Like, I've been watching Darcy for a, like a year or so on 90 Day Fiance, these, or the, for the last three seasons of 90 Day Fiance. And so you get used to people's characteristics and how they act. Stacy acts the same exact way. So when you're watching them, you will see both sisters acting the same way. So if Stacy is happy about something, she acts the same way, like when she's overly elated. When it comes to relationships, they both invest so heavily in their relationships. They expect nothing but perfection from them. I think that to an extent, and I don't know them personally, but this is just my observation from watching the TV show, which is probably not accurate because you know how TV is. They slice things to make the show something interesting that you want to watch but it just seems like um the way they're portrayed on the show it just seems like they have unrealistic expectations like stacy was frustrated with florian when he came to the united states because she was just like well you're not showing me affection and attention and the guy literally had traveled for almost 24 hours just to get here and she was upset because he wasn't spending time with her that night but in previous episodes where it was Darcy, she was doing the same thing. Like, they both seem to be cleaning. Um, they need so much attention. They're so needy. It's almost draining to watch them. And neither twin is saying, you know, let me help you. And the crazy thing is, each twin thinks they're okay. And they're really not. So that dynamic is a little odd to me. And it's a little off. But then again, I don't know if that's how twins act. I've never been a twin. So I don't know. But it just seems a little odd. So I don't think that they bring out the best in each other. Then when it comes to Florian, the way he treats Stacy is just unreal. Like there was a time, there was a part in the show this week where he was sitting, when they were in the car, she broke the um, wiper in the back. He's screaming at her and calling her stupid. And she's just sitting up there like, I don't know. I don't know. What do I do? What do I do? And I'm just like, what do you do? Well, first of all, calling you dumb and stupid, that that has to stop. But he seems to be very rude. He seems to be disrespectful. He doesn't seem to treat her the way she's supposed to be treated. And she puts up with it the same way Darcy put up with it with the guys that she dated 
on the show. So it's just one of those things where it just seems like they don't bring out the best in each other. Florian seems to put her down. She seems to listen to him doing it. So that's not a good dynamic at all. So when I was watching that, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, they don't even bring out the best in each other. They don't compliment each other at all. Like, why are they even trying to do this? But it made me think. Because so many times in our own relationships, I mean, it's easy to watch television and have your grand assessment of things and observation of what should and should not be happening but i decided to like take my focus off of the television and focus on real life like the goal in marriage is to bring out the best in each other so if i am like a quiet person then my spouse maybe can help like bring me out a little bit so i'm maybe not as quiet or it's like the best qualities that we have like deep down inside the best relationships is each one of you bring out those good qualities in each other not the bad qualities so much but the good qualities so how do you bring out good qualities in each other instead of feeding off each other's negativity instead of not being honest with each other about behavior that's damaging to the relationship like how do you do this so if you're unsure of how to bring out the best in your partner here are just a couple of ways that you can bring out the best in your partner the first way is like you can just give compliments about things that they're doing that's different from you so if you're a comp if your spouse or partner is outgoing and you're not you can say i really you can say something like i really appreciate the way that you're so outgoing and you just have so much fun meeting people you know compliment them about ways that they're different because your differences are fine you are two different people it's okay to be different so when you compliment someone for a way that they're different from you you're actually encouraging them to continue to do that positive behavior so you can do something like that or you can say something like i love how we balance each other out when and then you pick a time where your partner balanced you out like i know like for example my husband and i I, I'm not going to call myself a hothead, but I don't tolerate a lot of crap. So, I'm the person where if you say something, like, out of line to me, I'll call you out. Whereas, he's the person where you say something out of line to him, if it's not a big deal, he'll just let it go because he doesn't care. And it's just like, he's like, it's not going to make or break him. So, he just leaves it alone. And I will call people out. Now, there have been times where people have said things. And I was about to go on a warpath and, like, tell them a thing or two and, like, handle it. But he was like, Kiana, no, you don't need to do this. It's not really a big deal. And he calmed me down and he talked me out of it. And I appreciate that because I realize that there are times when you have to handle things. Let's not get me wrong there. But then there are some times you can just let it go because it's not even a big deal. Just, like, maybe the person's having a bad day. I don't know. It's not anything that's affecting me. So sometimes it's okay to let things go. So I appreciate that when he does that. So if you would just notice how your partner may balance you out, you can just pick an example of that and then talk about how you appreciate them and give them a compliment about how they're different from you and how you appreciate that characteristic and that quality because you're encouraging them to continue to be them and you're and to continue to do that thing that they're so good at so you're helping them bring out the best in themselves by creating an environment where they feel comfortable in being who they are um you can give your partner compliments for strengths that they didn't know that they even have like for my husband he's a listener now i do listen no i don't 
I hear what people are saying, but I talk a lot. So I talk a lot, I hear what people are saying, and I do listen. I kind of think I know what people are saying, and but I don't always get there. Now, he will he's the person who'll sit down, he'll listen to you, he'll listen for hours, he doesn't get frustrated. See, I'm a fixer. I want to fix the problem. You know, you tell me your problem, I just want to fix it immediately and make everything better. He listens. And so that's a way that he's different from me, but that's also a strength that he has that he didn't know he had. I remember one day he was like, well, I don't even know why people are always talking to me. And I was like, because you listen to them. So, you know, you can do something like that. Point out a strength that your partner has that they don't know that they even have. And by that, you are helping them to continue to bring out the best. Because sometimes we see things in our partners that they can't see. We're, we can see things that they don't even know that they have. Sometimes we are so overly critical of ourselves, so we don't even recognize the good things that we do. That's why it's important for you as the spouse or partner to bring out and let them know, hey, you're good at that, and you should keep doing this, and encourage them to continue to use those strengths that they have that they don't even know that they had. You can empower your partner to make decisions. And by what I mean by empowering them to make decisions is like, don't let your partner be that person where, oh, I can't decide. And continually not make decisions. My daughter it does not make decisions. Kennedy, she's 14. And I'm always like, Kennedy, make a decision. And she cannot make decisions for anything. And so what I've started to do, she's like, Mom, you just choose. I'm like, no. I'm like, you're 14. You are going to be 18 in four years. You have got to start making decisions because I'm not always going to be there with you when you go to college or when you do different things in life and make these decisions for you. So what I have started to do is make her make her own decisions. And she is getting better at it. Yes, it takes a long time. But you know what? That's a start. So she is starting to make her own decisions. Now, sometimes in relationships, you may have a partner or a spouse who does not like to make decisions and who don't make decisions and expect you to make them all. Do not do that. Empower them to make decisions. Don't let you be the only person to make decisions. And here's why it's important to encourage them and empower them to make their own decisions. Because when someone makes their own decision and they see how it plays out, it gives them confidence. And when they have that confidence, they are better for it. And they get a better sense of who they are. So if you want to instill confidence and empower your partner to make a decision if they're lacking when it comes to decision making... What you can do is probably say something like, I like or I think that you've got a better sense of this situation than I do. You'll make a good decision. So encourage them to make a decision. And what, what, and listen, when they make that decision, stick with it. Because you cannot empower someone to make a decision if you tell them to make a decision and they make it. And you're just like, oh, no, nah, I don't like that. You should have gone with the other one. Like, what is that? So no, encourage them to make the decision. Once they make the decision, stick with whatever they say because we are trying to help them make decisions. And it's not going to help you if you go back and change your mind about the decision that you made. You're actually doing more harm than good. All right, so now that we know how to empower our spouses to make decisions and now that we have some examples of how to bring out the best in our partner, here are some tips that you can use to begin right now bringing out the best in your partner. And the great thing about these tips is like, these are things we can do. Like, we can see the best in our partner. 
in order to bring out the best qualities in someone you have to see the best in them like if i don't see the best qualities in my husband and i don't see the best in him and i'm always thinking negative about him and always have like a negative perception then it's impossible for me to bring out the best in him because i don't see any good in him so when your mindset is like one of negativity about your spouse or your partner or you're always negative about them and you think they can't do anything right and you don't trust them and you're judging them you cannot bring out the best in them because you can't see it but if you are seeing the best in them like oh i like how he does that or she does such a great job with this and you're constantly seeing good things in them and seeing good qualities then you can bring out the best in them because you see good in them so you can see the best in them and this is a good way to bring out best qualities in your partner another thing you can do is do not judge okay now, so often we forget the good things our partner does as soon as they do a bad thing. Like, let's just say, for example, my husband did so many good things today. Let's say he washed the dishes, he cleaned up, he goes to work, he does a whole bunch of stuff. But then he does one thing that gets to my nerves. And then all the good things that he does and has done, I forget about because I'm just pissed that he did one thing. We can't do that. So that's why it's important not to judge. Your spouse or your partner, they do a lot of good things. And we cannot forget that or ignore that or make that null and void just because they may do one thing that we don't like or we don't appreciate or that makes us upset. Listen, none of us are perfect. We are human. We are all flawed individuals, flawed human beings. So you have to accept the fact that your husband or your wife or your partner they're going to have some flaws too. And they're going to mess things up. They're going to make mistakes. But you know this and you should expect this because you mess things up. And you make mistakes. And you have issues too. So the thing to do is not to judge. Think about positive things that they've done before. Think about the good things. And then when you think about the good things and the positive things, let that outweigh your minor annoyances that may inconvenience you or that may make you seem like you're being thoughtless so think about the good things focus on the positive about your spouse and don't judge them and just realize we're all human we're flawed they're gonna make mistakes but that does not mean that that's who they are so don't judge them okay another way we can bring out the best is to communicate with compassion and honesty all right now here's the thing with that it takes a big person to communicate with compassion and honesty. So many times we think we are communicating with compassion and honesty, and we are not. Like, for example, there are times where I think I'm being nice and honest and compassionate, but I'm not. I'm just throwing tons of shade at people, and I'm getting my point across. That's not how you communicate with compassion and honesty. The best way to do is to find ways to express to your loved one all the things that make him or her important to you. Now... It can be something small that they do for you, like wash the car, put gas in the car, clean the car. It could be anything. And you can just let them know that you appreciate them. And when you say it, choose your words with wisely and honestly and with love. And remember that words do have power. Words have the ability to either raise people to greatness or it has the ability to stomp them down and tear away their esteem. And if there's something that you are not happy about that your spouse or your partner has done, 
then when you approach them with honesty, you don't point fingers at what they did. Because what they did is not the problem. The problem is how it made you feel. So if it's something made you feel like insecure or sad or hurt, then instead of saying, well, you should have done this, you should have done, you should have done this, you should have done that, say things like, when you did this, it made me feel like. Because when you're saying it made me feel like, you're not saying you're a bad person, you should have known better, you should have never done this, because you're putting them down, and you're not communicating effectively, or with compassion, or with honesty. Because let's face it, if I was the person who did something that hurt my husband, I wouldn't want him coming at me like, Kiana, man, Kiana, you're wrong, this, that, the other, pointing fingers, and throwing blame and shade or anything. You don't want that. What you want is someone to be compassionate. So it's like, do to him what you want done to you. It's like the golden rule. So if I want him to be compassionate with me, then I should be compassionate to him. So, and that's how it should be with all of us. We should treat our spouse the way we want to be treated. So instead of coming with accusatory statements, it should be something like, it should be a calm, easy startup where you just explain how when you did such and such, it made me feel like. And leave it at that instead of being accusatory or anything like that. And if you feel that you're not in a good space to talk about it, take some, take a moment or two. Take some deep breaths, relax, and begin with a compliment. And then speak slowly and briefly and explain what it is that's bothering you. But do it with compassion and with honesty. They'll appreciate that. It's important for us to pay attention and to show appreciation. Now, I don't know how it is, but my husband can tell if I'm watching TV and talking to him on the phone. So what I have tried to do is instead of doing all that, I just try, when I'm talking to him on the phone, I try to pay attention to what he's saying. Because I want him to pay attention to me, and I hate it when I'm talking to him and he's watching football and he's distracted. Then I get frustrated and annoyed. So I know if I feel this way, he must feel this way too. So what we can do to demonstrate and bring out the best is to show appreciation and pay attention let them feel like they are the only person for you which they should be let them feel how important they are to you how special they are to you how much you love and care about them and you do this by showing attention to them and paying attention and showing appreciation when you appreciate somebody it boosts their confidence it lets them know that they're loved it kind of begins to fill their love tank so that is why paying attention to your spouse or partner and showing appreciation is very important. It's also important to empathize. Too often when we are hoping to bring out the best in a person, we focus on actions like doing a favor, giving gifts, going on dates, stuff like that. But perhaps when we think about doing, we need to practice like feeling. When we empathize with our loved one, we feel situations in life the same way they do. When we empathize the person that we love feels listened to or they feel respected and they feel understood now this also helps build trust in a relationship and when we establish like that deep level of trust and understanding each person in the relationship will feel safe to allow their innermost best to shine out and that is so important now this last thing i'm going to tell you is important and you probably didn't even think about it and missed it Okay, what is it? I'm going to tell you what it is. It is be the best that you can be. Yes, so be the best that you can be. Focus on making your partner the best that he or she can be 
by being the best that you can be. Because let me just tell you, when you are happy and when you are in a good place and you're in a good space and your head is right and you're like in a good, just in a good spot where you have good vibes, that passes on to your relationship. It passes on to your spouse, to your partner. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we have control over are our own feelings and our own behavior. Happiness and positive thoughts and attitudes, they're contagious. So remember your core values. Personify them. And it's certain that they will be mirrored back to you. Happiness and contentment are yours. You and your partner can flourish and your relationship can thrive. So be the best that you can be, which will help your partner be the best that they can be. So this week, I'm going to encourage you to spend some time bringing out the best in your partner. And you have some ways to do it. And you can even get creative with this. You know your partner better than I do. I don't even know them. I can only work with the person I'm married to. But you know your partner really well. So just do what you can do to bring out the best in them. Okay, so here's the thing. Today, the song we're going to talk about is called When I'm in Your Arms. And I love the song, and I picked the song specifically because it talks about how a man found a way to bring out the best in his partner even when she was having a bad day. So here's the song, When I'm in Your Arms. Frustrated and tired, had a bad day. Such a bad day My mind Is thinking About today Nothing went my way As soon as I get home You are there for me Waiting there for me As soon as I get home you are there for me, waiting there for me. The cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. My problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. sounds crazy but that is what love does it brings out the best in you together there is nothing that we won't do just me and you as soon as i get home you are there for me waiting there for me as soon as I get home, you are there for me, waiting there for me. The cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. My problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your
take this time just to say thank you thank you thank you to our sponsor better help h-e-l-p now better help is an online counseling service that helps people who are dealing with issues or it could be individual or it could be um, marital issues and they do counseling the thing that i love about better help is that they can assist you with your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in under 48 hours so if you guys are in a situation where you and your spouse really need to talk to someone right now and you can't wait a week or so to get an appointment better help you go you sign up and they will match you with someone in under 48 hours even if you just want to talk to someone by yourself so that you can be the best you that you can be and bring out the best in your partner then BetterHelp is the place to go. So you can start communication in under 48 hours. Now, this is not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It's a real professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally, but they are available online. So even if you need a type of counseling or expertise that's not available in your local area, that's fine. You can still get it at BetterHelp. The services are available for clients worldwide, which is a plus. So if you're listening in England or China or the United States, you can still get help and services from BetterHelp. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor, and you will get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home or go wait in an uncomfortable waiting room, which is amazing because with everything that's going on with the pandemic, it's just easier to do things online. So you can set that up where you can have phone calls, counseling sessions, or video calls. And that is what you can do if, and you can schedule weekly sessions, which I think is amazing. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic message so that it's going to be easy and free for you. If you see that you and a counselor maybe are not clicking or don't working out, you can always change your counselor if you need to, and it is free. BetterHelp is also more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available, which is great because so many times we don't take care of our mental health. We don't take care of ourselves because we feel like we don't have the money to do it or we don't have the time. Well, BetterHelp is making it easy for you because you can have the time now 
to get the counseling or help that you need. It, financial Finances are not even an issue because they have financial aid and it is very affordable, which is a plus since a lot of people are experiencing financial issues during this time. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. And that is also the goal and the aim and the purpose of the Music and Vibes podcast. Like we want you to have a better life, a better quality of life. I want you guys to live your best life. And BetterHelp wants that for you as well. So if you need help living your best life, BetterHelp is the place to go. So what you can do is visit their website and you can sign up. Now BetterHelp has, is working with Music and Vibes. So what they have done for us is that we have a link. And if you click on that link and put in our promo code Music and Vibes Podcast, then you will get 10% off your first month, which is amazing. So guys, you have no excuses to sign up and get this help. So what I will do is put the link to BetterHelp in the show notes along with the promo code so that you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. I also want to just take some time to say, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen today. Thank you for being here with me today. I truly enjoy it, and I always love spending time with you and just hanging out. So thank you for listening. Now, if today I know that you know somebody who could benefit from this episode. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to share this podcast with them about bringing out the best in their partner or in their spouse. So just go and share this episode with them. And if you have not already subscribed, make sure to go check out our website. And at the top of the page is a subscribe button. So you can just hit that and you can subscribe to the show. I think that is everything, guys. Um, I can't think of anything else I need to tell you. But if you can think of something you want to talk to me about or tell me about, please feel free to contact me on the Facebook page for the Music and Vibes podcast. I can be found on Instagram, Facebook. Um, oh, yeah, so you can also send us an email. However you want to contact us is fine. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond and send a message back to you. All right, well, guys, it was nice hanging out with you this week. And until next week, enjoy the rest of your week, enjoy the rest of your day, and live life to the fullest. All right, bye-bye. Sometimes you